Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available. Hello and welcome to this week's better. episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. How's everyone doing? I wanted to thank everyone. So, so far this month, this January, the downloads have been through the roof. It's been fantastic. There's been a lot of new listeners. I've gotten some good feedback, uh, heard from some folks around the world. And so it's really exciting to, again, continue to provide these episodes and produce them, put them out, and have everybody can listen to them and enjoy. I also did something a little bit new this last episode. I have a mailing list. And I sent everybody that was on that mailing list notification that the new episode was available with a link to it. Did you get that? Did you like it? Let me know. I'd, I'd be curious to see if you found that to be helpful to get notification that the new episode was there versus having to search for it maybe if on your feed if you're not subscribed or just looking through the Facebook forums. If you're not on the mailing list, go to spondypodcast.com and there you can access the mailing list, sign up. It's pretty painless. It doesn't cost anything. Just put your name down, first, last name, and your email address. You'll be added in to get these as they come out. Because I think I'm going to do that from uh, now on. Just a quick little email out to the folks to let you all know that that episode is available. Let's switch over to today's episode. And, and by the topic, you can see that it's about asthma. Now, I personally don't have asthma but I have had bronchitis a number of times, which, again, is not the same, but it is lung issues that you deal with. So I saw this article pop up, and it's from myspondylitisteam.com, which I'll have a link to it in the show notes. And it talked about asthma and spondylitis, and is there a connection? And I thought, you know, I'm going to just kind of go through this because it's really pretty interesting. The author goes on to say, as we all know, spondylitis is a family of autoimmune diseases that cause chronic inflammation of the spine, neck, and hips. But research has found that AS in particular is associated with asthma, which is a lung disease that causes chronic inflammation in the airways. So asthma can cause difficulty breathing and shortness of breath. Uh, my daughter has it, has had some severe episodes of it, and so it's something that I'm familiar with and I, I, for any of you that are dealing with it, I can, I, I feel bad. It's not anything that is something that's um, good. You know, it's having that lack of breath and having to get yourself the treatments is really a challenge. So, what are some of the causes and risk factors of asthma and spondylitis? Well, from these studies, evidence has indicated that people with ankylosing spondylitis have an increased risk of allergy-related diseases, including asthma. One study in particular found that the incidence or the rate of occurrence of asthma was 1.7 times higher in people with ankylosing spondylitis than the general population. So similar to spondylitis, allergic diseases like asthma, they can result in inappropriate or exaggerated immune system responses. In this case, asthma is in the lungs and the breathing ways. This response often involves immune cells known as T cells. In the case of asthma, the helper T cell known as TH2 and TH17. The levels of these helper T cells have been found to be elevated in people with ankylosing spondylitis. The reason for the increased risk of asthma with AS is thought to be due to the increased levels of these TH2 and TH17 cells found in AS. These helper T cells release cytokines, 
substances that signal to other cells to modulate or modify the body's immune response. If the helper T cells found in AS release these cytokines inappropriately, the T cells may cause asthma. This cytokines, cytokines is something that we're hearing come up more and more from COVID and the cytokine storm that the COVID causes. So there's a real interconnectivity of this inflammation and the damage that it can cause and the damage that in many cases it is causing us on a day-to-day basis. Some studies have found that having the asthma increases the risk of developing the inflammatory form of arthritis called rheumatoid arthritis, and others showed decreased risk, so they're still kind of up in the air about that. Further study into this connection is needed. AS is also you know, a rheumatic disease, so research gathered from these studies may reveal other findings that help to link AS as well as asthma together or how these two are interrelated. So when you have AS and you have asthma, what's it like living with the two conditions on top of one another? Well, we already know that living with AS is difficult enough, but when you add asthma to the mix, it can make it more challenging. So part of managing the pain and stiffness caused by AS involves getting physical activity. However, asthma can cause difficulty breathing and shortness of breath, and that only makes when you're in pain even that much more of a challenge doing anything physical that results in staying active. It just it makes it just compounds it. So these issues can make it more difficult to get the exercise we need. Well, my spondylitis team members, the website that put this article out, have described the difficulties they've experienced living with asthma and AS. And I'm going to encourage you to go to the link in the uh, show notes and read the article and see what people say they're dealing with this. You know, some members find that their asthma and spondylitis symptoms worsen alongside each other. So it's really, you want to put this in. And if you have not talked with your rheumatologist about asthma that you might have that you never thought to relate to with them, it it could be a good conversation to have to bring up that you do have asthma and it's being treated by maybe your general practitioner, but that there's uh, research out there that ties it in with AS. So what are some of the treatments of asthma when you have spondylitis? Well, some asthma treatments are aimed at managing the symptoms in the short term, the nebulizers, uh, the breathing treatments, the inhalers, and they're by decreasing disease activity in the long run. So you want to talk to your doctor again about what drugs are appropriate for you. This is something that you really want to have that discussion with your, your doctor. Well, as we know, there are inhaled medications. In many cases, inhalers, which everybody should be familiar with, is a great way to get that medication directly into your lungs, directly uh, working in your favor. There are some oral medications. One of them, I believe, is called Ziflo and Singular. Those are two different types of oral medications that are out there for asthma. Well, biologic drugs are generally engineered proteins derived from living organisms. These drugs work by targeting specific components in the immune system that help to uh, drive inflammation, including TNFs. So there's been some anti-rheumatic biologics used to treat AS, such as TNF-alpha inhibitors, that can alter levels of T-cells to reduce inflammation and ease asthma symptoms. There was a study done that showed a particular type of biologic allowed participants with asthma to decrease or stop the use of their corticosteroids to control their symptoms. So how do you manage asthma with spondylitis? Well, there's several ways you can manage that symptoms uh, when you're living with AS. The Mayo Clinic urges people with asthma to track their symptoms carefully and thoroughly, check lung function regularly, 
and follow up with your doctors to adjust medications as needed. The Canadian Lung Association provides the following helpful strategies for managing asthma. They tell you to identify your asthma triggers, whether it be dust or air pollutants or tobacco smoke or even types of household cleaners that might trigger it. Also, this goes without saying, because of both the AS as well as if you're dealing with asthma, avoid cigarette smoke. Do not get yourself in an area where you're inhaling cigarette smoke that could trigger not only your asthma, but could potentially trigger a flare for your AS. Try to stay as physically active as possible. Again, hard to do, but regular exercise is important for managing both asthma and AS. So try to figure out whatever way you can to get some type of exercise in, whether it's walking around your yard, walking around the block, walking around your your living room, something just to get some movement in. And then try practicing breathing exercises. There's a link I'll have in the show notes called uh, box breathing, I think is the term. Uh, It's a deep breathing for relaxation. Uh, You can also look at meditation. I've done transcendental meditation. I continue to do it and I find it to be very helpful. So with that said, I thank you for your time. I thank you for all the downloads that you've shown and the, and the wonderful responses I've gotten. I hope everybody has a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care.